Today's production was made possible by KLP Entertainment, Kennedy Lucas and Associates, and the Emory Office of Kennedy Lucas Patterson. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the hottest show in Atlanta, live from the Robert Woodruff Library and Emory University Studios. It's the KLP in the Morning Show. Here's your host, Kennedy Lucas. I'm excited. I'm really, really tremendously excited because you guys know you guys have been following all of our social medias on you know social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You guys have been you know following us, the KLP in the morning, the radio show, the podcast show, across the street at the Mark Studio. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at the Student Production Studio. Thank you. So I'm excited, guys. Let me let me tell you why I'm excited, right? Because, you know, this is not only a show that we wanted to produce and to give out to the people, but it's something that I personally, I enjoy doing the most. Now, if you guys remember, back in the day, I know my Oxford College kids, they won't really remember me doing talk shows, but back in the day, I used to do a lot of talk shows. Like, the talk shows I've done... Shout out to the Weekend Vlog with KLP. That's a very, very old show. And now to KLP Talk Live on. That was a Spotify exclusive type show. And then we started to kick up more of our, uh, you know, KLP Tonight shows. And I thought to myself, as, you know, we're here at Emory University, Robert Woodruff Library. I got to give them a huge thank you. Huge thank you to them for allowing us to use their space. Um, I wanted to come back to my talk show elements, right? I wanted to come back to the talk show uh, elements simply because I enjoy doing talk shows. I really do. I really remember when I was a kid and I did a talk show, another talk show, just practicing. Uh, this was, you know, old school. I had a VHS camera, camcorder with the little tapes inside. And I used to practice my talk show. I had, like, it was a, a weird setup. You know, I had the camera. I didn't have any lighting. I didn't have HD. But it was mine, right? It was something that I wanted to do. It was something that I've started. And then ever since then, going forward, buying cameras and, you know, renting out equipment. Now we're recording right now. We have two cameras. We have my good camera, Canon G7X for backup. And then we also have the Sony 4K camera that is part by the SPS uh, uh, at Emory University. So I'm thankful. I'm so, so grateful. Um, again, it's just one of those things that we're going to be doing. Now, let me tell you how this show is going to work. Now, not to say that the KLP Aftermath podcast is going away. That's not what I'm saying at all. The KLP Aftermath will still be in effect. We're starting to use our resources, right? We all know the Emory office of Kennedy Lucas Patterson. We worked really hard for that office and working for Emory University. We're able to uh, use the resources that we have. Um, so we're going to start using a little bit more of the resources. Uh, we're going to be start using the Huey Lee Studio for the KLP Aftermath. Rest assured, that podcast show is not going away. In terms with the KLP in the morning uh, radio show that you guys tuned in for, 
this summer we're going to kind of not put that on the back burner guys we're still going to be doing shows like that but i feel like this will be a great setting because i have the lights i have the the, the stage i have the cameras the equipment to really give you guys a great skill production not saying that kelp in the morning the podcast is not a great scale production but i want to kind of come back to my talk show elements and this is something i really do enjoy doing and i hope that you guys enjoy the journey uh we're still figuring out some things with the show right yeah i know uh the title is probably going to be called like a demo show uh just to kind of test the waters a little bit and we have topics for today as well but just kind of test out the waters a little bit and see where we're at when it comes to these type of shows uh, i'm still thinking about our schedule right because when august hits let me tell you guys august will be coming up and let me tell you, kids are excited to come back to school, right? We all know we're in a university. A lot of kids are ready to come back for school. I'm excited for our students to come back because we have so many things planned, part of my office at over at Oxford College, where we've got a lot of things going up. But I have to look at the schedule. I have to look at the schedule of how the show is going to run. Will I do the show on Saturday nights, come here Saturday nights, record, upload for Sunday? Or will I do it Monday nights? Uh, and then record it and have it uploaded for Tuesday morning. I'm still working those things out with me, so I appreciate you guys' patience um, because I have to travel over here, first of all. Um, the Emory University is not too far from my house. I'm not going to tell you where I live. <laughs> it pertains. But uh, it is a great, it's a nice commute. It's not a long commute. It's just scheduling. I have to schedule these things out. I have to rent out this room. I have to see, okay, who's using this space right now this time? Can KLP Entertainment, can we come in and use this space so rest assured things are coming i'm still working out the schedule but this show is going to be continuing i'm excited now let's get on to the fun stuff you guys came here for the fun stuff of klp in the morning the talk show and let me tell y'all uh before we do that i gotta give a shout out you know we have we still even though this is a demo show t of course guys yes we got t right there in the back make sure that we sound good we sound good t he gave me a thumbs up so We've got to give our sponsors our shout-out today. And, of course, my shout-out goes out to the beautiful, the wise, the director, the actor, Shell Purcell. I'm not your sugar mama, the podcast. I am also producing that show. Do not miss up with that podcast. Go to any major audio platform that you guys have out there. Type in Shell Purcell's. I'm not your sugar mama. You guys will not regret it because it's a great show. We're producing it. Shell Purcell, she's spilling the tea, right? She's talking about some amazing, amazing stuff. So please do not miss out on it. Shell Purcell's I'm Not Your Sugar Mama. Of course, I got to do the neck roll there, T. Um, so let's get on to the fun stuff, the good conversations. Of course, we do have a must-watch list. And I'm talking about that All-American Homecoming. Thank you. So, All-American Homecoming is a spin-off to the great show, All-American. And let me tell you why I love this show the most, guys. Because this show is different. I like this show because you have uh, Damon Smith, one of the main characters, right? He's going out and he's on a scholarship. He had the opportunity to play in the major leagues, but he decided to go to this school called Brinkston University right here in Atlanta. Not a real school that I know of, but it's very good. I can tell that, first of all, I can tell the network used their resources a little bit. I can hint they maybe went to all the HBCU colleges in Atlanta. I'm talking Morehouse. I'm talking Spelman. I'm talking those major league um, schools 
bring them together into this production of this show to make it make a different school, right? Brinkston University is not a real school, not that I know of, but it's not a real school. But it's one of those things that I like it when they get creative here. Now, the show is based in Atlanta, and that's why I love the show so much, because Atlanta... Uh, Atlanta is this where we're at, right? This, this is our hometown. This is headquarters of KLP Entertainment. It's Emory University's headquarters. I'm excited when shows represent us, right? This show is representing Atlanta, and I really do love that. Not only because CW, if you guys don't know, CW is an Atlanta network. Of course, I know because I have quite a few friends. Shell for sale. Back to her again. She's on quite a few CW shows. So I do know about Atlanta and the scope of Atlanta. Of course, the hit show called Atlanta was based, obviously, in Atlanta. So I like it when shows representing a great city of Atlanta. That gets me so excited. But, of course, you're, Simone Hicks, is uh, she was the character that was in All-American. Of course, she was dating Jordan Baker, and then she had a baby. She wants to be a tennis star. She went to... Um, she went to, uh, I want to say it was Beverly Hills is where she went there. But she went there because of her networks and her strings that were pulled for that show, All-American. Again, go watch it on Netflix. But they decided, okay, Simone Hicks, let's let's get that character. Let's make a spinoff. And let me tell you, I got to say, I don't know. This show might be better than the first All-American. If you guys, I don't know if you guys might agree with me or not, but I I think this show is, is kind of better than All-American, the first one, because, you know, you have a different story. You have different cast members. You have the city of Atlanta. And I, that's probably why I'm catering so much to this show, simply because it's based off in Atlanta, right? So I get very excited for that kind of show. I get super, super excited when, when shows represent our city. But Simone Hicks, of course, going out there, she got a scholarship to play tennis at Brinkston. Of course, she has um, some competition, right? Athena, one of the, and I'm blanking out on the actual, the actual names, but I'm naming the characters. Athena is, you know, one of the, uh, one of the characters that play tennis, and that's the competition because she's the new, she's like the head, head queen court, and then you got this new fresh blood coming in, right? I, I get it, you know. Um, there's some competition there. She, Simone Hicks, she's the, she's battling throughout college, and there's this one episode, and let me tell y'all, a true story. Let me tell you. Simone Hicks has one episode where she dabbles in panic attacks, anxiety for college because it's hard. You know, juggling um, at the first episode, she had a dorm and then she didn't have a dorm anymore because her dorm fees wasn't paid or only her tuition was paid. Let me tell you, I know all about that. Let me tell you, I got to tell you all this story. And that's why I relate to Simone Hicks the most at this one scene. This is the first episode. And by the way, if you haven't seen the show, I'm sorry. I'm about to spoil some things for you guys. But I do know about Simone Hicks' story of trying to uh, uh, succeed in college. Let me tell you, I, I, 2015, I had a rocky start to college. I, I did. I only had a just enough for t tuition. And I always got to thank the GG, GGC Auxiliary Services because they helped us out. Um, in 2015, I couldn't afford housing. Barely. <laughs> I couldn't afford housing. I couldn't barely afford a meal plan. And it was, it was just us. We were starting out. It was me and my brother. So um, I relate to Simone Hicks in this because when I saw the scene that, oh, the RA came in there. And there's another story because, you know, uh, Keisha is another character. She's an RA. I relate to her, too, because I was also an RA at GGC for two years. Um, you know, Keisha comes in there and says, hey, uh, I'm sorry. They didn't pay. You didn't pay your residential fee. You can't live here. 
right? And I thought that was going to be me in 2015, starting out like, oh, I, I can barely afford living expenses here. What am I going to do, right? So it's a humbling story. Of course, you have people that, uh, luckily for me, GGC Auxiliary Service, they, they helped me out with that. And I, I'm I'm stoked. I was stoked about it because they got us through and I'm very, I'm forever going to be thankful for them. Of course, auxiliary service, you know who you are. Um, thank you for that. I really do appreciate that back in 2015. Of course, she's juggling so much with college and now she has to get a job. She got a work study job. Another thing I relate to, <laughs> shout out to GGC Grizzly Athletics, Grizzly Digital Network. Um, I got to give this shout out to you. I know, I know. I, I, this is a demo show and I'm, I'm just saying things now. But I got to give a shout out because when I saw this scene that Simone Hicks had to go get a work study uh, position, I thought about I thought about GGC Athletics. I, I thought about GDN. I thought about my good friend Matt Mahoney because that was the first big job that I've had that I genuinely enjoy having. Right. And that's probably why I, I'm so knowledge about our production today. Right. The cameras, the lights. Know what to do with the camera. Know the ND filter. Know the Irish, uh, the brightness, the white balance. I knew all of this because of Matt Mahoney and GDN. So that's why I got to give a shout out to him on the show because thank you for that. Because now I have the knowledge to go further in production. I, I thank you for that. Um, but uh, Simone Hicks juggling, she has a work-study position. I know of that because I've had work-study positions. I actually had two work-study positions if you think about it. If you think about GDN, right, and then me being a resident assistant, that counts as a work-study job. So it was cool. It was very, very cool. Um, of course, moving on to the story, Damon um, Smith is one of the main characters. He's there on a scholarship to play baseball. I relate to him a little bit, too, because if you guys don't know, didn't know, I actually did play baseball back in the day. I did. I played baseball back in the day. I enjoyed it. I wish I could play again because now I'm starting to realize how fun baseball was until... I'm no longer a player, right? Because I used to, you know, I used to be on the mound, right? I used to get it in. I used to like squat, like I'm kind of like, kind of like what if I'm twerking a little bit. I used to, because you know, I was a little bit, you know, heavier set. I'm more skinny now, but I was heavier set, so I, I used to, you know, do it like this and bam. I, I never got home runs, guys. Never got home runs, but um, you know, I, I miss playing baseball. I really do. So, like I say, you know, this show is really good. Um, that's I'm only a, on a, quite a few episodes. Of course, guys, go check out uh, All American Homecoming because it is a great show. Um, I recommend this show because if you're from Atlanta, you can kind of relate to some of the characters because they're from Atlanta. One of my favorite characters is Nathaniel. And Nathaniel is one of my favorite characters because I'm a huge ally of the LGBTQ community. Nathaniel is a character um, that goes by she, and she, her hair, her hair is laid. She got the braid, she got the, the slick, not, not the slick, but like the braid, she had the blonde laid down. I like to see Nathaniel in some curly hair. I think that would look great. Um, I like her character because she's representing LGBTQ in Atlanta. Right. And if you guys don't know by now, Atlanta is huge on the LGBT community. You can't mess with that community if you in Atlanta. You just can't. So 
uh, I, I really like her character because it really flows well in her story. And, you know, there was this one episode where you had this one, which I was mad at, this one other character didn't like it how Nathaniel had a room with a bathroom. And all the other girls had to go and um, had to go and use communal bathrooms. And then Nathaniel gets her own bathroom, right? So I like her character because Keisha, the RA, she was fighting for Nathaniel because we all know, right? We all have common sense. We all know. But Nathaniel, she goes out and say, hey, I don't need you to fight for me. This is a battle that I've got to deal with even when I graduate. When I'm out there to the big world, big boy, big girl world, the corporate world, whatever job she chooses, the character. I need to figure out how to fight this battle alone. Right? And that's the thing. Nathaniel, she needs to, she's figuring things out on her own. And I think Keisha, she came with a good light, right? Keisha came with a good light. She came with it. She came with the good energy of wanting to um, help a friend out, right? But Nathaniel got this. Again, a good show, All-American, Homecoming. I haven't finished this season quite just yet, but they are number seven right now on Netflix. I do recommend that you guys go out there and take a look at the show, watch the show. I enjoy the show. I honestly think there's getting up there to the status of maybe being better of better than the All-American, the, the first one, the, the, the original show. So some spinoffs have that good luck to where if you do a spinoff, right? If you do a spinoff, then you're able to really progress and it, it works. But some shows don't. A lot of shows that have spinoffs just don't, don't make it, right? This show, honestly, in my opinion, makes the cut. I got to say it makes the cut. Great, great show. Moving on next to our hip-hop news, ladies and gentlemen. I saw this this morning, and I, I talked to the producers in the bag, and I said, hey, I want to include this in the demo show because this is news that we just got today, this morning. I'm waking up, fresh out of bed, cleaning up, taking a shower, putting the equipment in the camera, uh, putting the equipment in the car, heading to the studio. Um, they have this festival, the OVO Lawn Festival. And they're starring Drake, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj. If you want to go, you got to drop two bands for it. <laughs> yeah, they're charging, guys, they're charging $2,000 for this lawn uh, concert. Let me tell you, okay. I'm a fan of all three, right? I, I love Nicki Minaj. I love Drake. I love Louise. Lil Wayne. I, I love all, I love their songs. Some of the songs I don't dabble with, but some songs I, I actually do rock with. But for $2,000 for a lawn festival, right? So there's a lot of tweets. There's a lot of tweets that's going out there. Um, there's some tweets that I can re I can kind of reminisce and remember a little bit. Of course, one tweet that we I saw on Twitter this morning that, hey, for $2,000, if they're going to charge me $2,000 for that, they need to perform at my physical lawn at my house. <laughs> That's one tweet. Um, one tweet, uh, and we're, we're a PG show, but, you know, this is what they said. Uh, for $2,000, I better Wayne, I better Drake. You guys can fill in the blanks there. So, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's funny because a lot of companies, right, and this is a sad case right now, a lot of companies are charging out the wazoo for things, right? Inflation's up, gas up, rent's high, we all know, but... For a concert to be $2,000, that is not worth the money. I know some people are going to pay that much to see Nicki and Drake and Lil Wayne, but I personally wouldn't spend $2,000 on a concert. You know, I just, I'm not going to do that. Because with me, everybody knows, everybody in my family knows, I'm very frugal with my money. 
right? I'm just I'm just that guy where I I have to see the value of spending money. Now this camera that we're recording, this 4K camera, costs two thousand dollars. That's worth it because look at the if you and I'm probably gonna do behind the scenes, guys. But look at the the, the, the tripod, the the camera, the mon all this, all this costs money. So I get it. I'd spend money on this stuff because there's value in it. You can reuse it. But for a concert, right? For a concert, you can't really reuse a concert. You can have a nice experience to go to a concert and really enjoy the concert, but that's it. After the concert's over, you're that's it. You get nothing else. That's 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 how it is. So I'd never understand that. I, I it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to have um, somebody or you know these three mega superstars. Now I'm not saying they're not worth two thousand dollars. They're worth millions of dollars, and that's not what I'm saying. But for an average consumer. When there's inflation right now and people can barely afford gas right now, you think that they're going to go out and spend $2,000 on a concert. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Some people will spend that kind of money. And I hope this will be a bomb festival, right? So it's a music festival, the OVO Film uh, Music Lawn Festival. I think it's going to be a fun festival for everyone to dabble on into. Um, but, again, I, I, I don't see the value of spending $2,000 on something like that. I just, I personally don't see that value, but maybe somebody will see the value one day, so. Moving on to our gaming news, guys. Of course, we've gotta talk a little bit about gaming news. Of course, we talked about shows, our must-watch list today on this demo version of KLP in the Morning, the talk show with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Now, I gotta talk a little bit about gaming news, and let me tell you my anticipation for this next game that's coming out on Tuesday. And we're not getting sponsored, right? But I, I feel like I, I wanted to start to talk about gaming news a lot more simply because uh, I love gaming. I really do. So Stray comes out this Tuesday, and I'm so excited because let me tell you, it's a PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm believing PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, exclusive game. And you're playing, your character is a cat, right? This cat is lost in the cyberpunk type city. The family abandoned him. Or her, whatever you however you want to do it. Abandon the cat, and the cat has to roam around the city to find answers. Of course, that's the synopsis of this game. And let me tell you, I'm ever gonna be grateful for this game that comes out because this game, which looks like it could be a double A, triple A type game that might be, if they could, charge $70 for, right? And we all know about the end of that because a lot of games are over expensive right now. I saw a YouTube video where uh, the uh, the YouTuber talked about uh, The Last of Us Part 1. The game, back in 2013, is getting a remaster redone from the ground up for PlayStation 5, and they're charging $70 for it. I honestly don't think that, and I'm not, not to get off sidetrack, T, but I, I don't, I'm not going to invest that much money into a game that I played. I played Last of Us for PlayStation 3 way back in the day in 2013. Of course, I didn't play the remastered version, but they want to do another version for PlayStation 5. You don't get the factions, you don't get online, you just get the story for $70. I, uh -uh. That's $70 for just the story that I've already played. I'm sure it looks good. I'm sure Naughty Dog is going to make some money off of that game. I'm sure of it. I'm sure that they're going to do really well for that game. Because somebody, reviewers, YouTubers, and even average consumers might pick this game up just for the review. But honestly, for me, I'm not going to spend $70 for a game I already played before in the past. I'm just, I'm not, I'm over it. I'll see it on YouTube and I'll enjoy it on YouTube. 
but I just don't see the value in me buying a game that I already played before. But Stray is a new game, right? Stray is a new game that, you know, we've never seen before, right? We've never seen it before. It's never been out before. Annapurna is behind it. They're the production studio that made it. And, of course, this game ranges out for $30. Of course, if you are a PlayStation Gold uh, Platinum Premium member, you get the game for free when it launches. Or if you just want to pay outright for it, it'll be $30. I honestly do think $30 is pretty good for the Stray games. I... I I'm, I'm with it because it's $30, right? $30 is not too bad, right? Um, not to say that $30 ain't nothing because that's a lot of, that's gas money for some people, right? But $30 is not too bad for a game that, you know, it's, it's an indie game and it's a game that you've never seen before. And that's why I'm so drawn to this game because it's a game that, gosh, I've never seen before. I've never seen this game before. I've never seen the scope of it. I never thought this game would be developed. And even for PlayStation 5, you know that's 60 frames per second and that good frame rate's going to be good. So, yeah, I'll spend $30 for this game. Give it a try. might like it. Hopefully, it's not going to be a game that I spent money on and I hate. Shout out to Elden Ring. Comment below if you've seen, if you've seen Elden Ring. I, I, played, I bought Elden Ring because I, I bought into the hype of Elden Ring. And it's just sitting on my, my, it's sitting in my PlayStation. Like, it's, the data's there. I haven't played it since because I keep dying. So, I, it's, no game is fun if it's too hard, too. Like, I know the saying is, no game is too fun, it's not fun if it's too easy. But a game could be boring if it's hard. If I keep dying every 20 seconds, then, okay. And I'm mad because I spent, I spent full price for that game, too, because I, I bought into the hype. Uh, everybody's talking about it. So, I'm like, okay, let me give it a try. But, Stray Guys coming out, of course, this Tuesday, July 19th. Of course, get yours. It's going to be $30. It's not a sponsor, but I really recommend people going out and trying a new game. I know a lot of people want to try new games, but they're a little bit scared to try new games because they're accustomed to the Call of Duties, right? They're accustomed to the Battlefield. They're accustomed to God of War. Can't wait for God of War, by the way. God of War Ragnarok comes out in November. I'm getting it because I got to do a review. But they're accustomed to the first party type games. But now this game Stray is coming out, right? And this honestly, they could charge $50, $60 for this game. They could. But they decided and they're playing it smart to charge $30. Because I know this game is going to be, it's highly anticipated, first of all. And number two, it's $30. So a lot of consumers like myself will pick it up for $30 and play it, right? Instead of waiting, instead of uh, waiting out until... It comes to $60, and then maybe some people can't really afford it right now. They got priorities. Because I'm like that, too, now. Nowadays, I have priorities, right? You know, rent, gas money, bills. Y'all know about that. So, Stray Guys, will you guys pick it up? Let me know. All right, guys, this next news that's coming out, of course, and I, I know it, you're not supposed to have your phone on an actual talk show, but I don't have my teleprompter. I forgot my teleprompter. So, uh, I have my notes here, so I'm going to just read it. I'm going to set my phone down. Um, but I needed to, because I don't want to butcher this, this story. This is coming out from today, so I, I apologize for a lot of people, because I know we have our phones when we do the podcast, but I, we just, I forgot the teleprompter. Of course, at Lafayette, Indiana, uh, Indiana, man, quickly sprung into action to save five children from the burning house after it went up in flames early Monday morning. Let me tell you guys, that's one of the things that scare me the most is fires, right? We experienced fires. I know at my brother's house, uh, his house didn't catch on fire, thank God. Um, but my little brother at his complex, there was a building that caught on fire about a year ago, a year and a couple months ago. And it looked horrific. It looked scary. So 
I get scared with house fires. So I say to a lot of people, if you have your house, be, be careful of your house. Um, because, you know, when once your house is on fire, you lose a, you lose a whole lot, right? And you got nowhere to go. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a sad thing. A camera warned by a police officer arriving on the scene captured the moment Nicholas Bosick, he is 25, was running out of the house while carrying six-year-old child to safety. Let me tell you, that is a heroic deed that this this 25-year-old have done. Uh, Nicholas Bostic, he is a hero, right? He is a prone hero because a burning house, five kids that you saved. You saved five kids. So I, I, get, I, I appreciate service like that because he didn't have to do that. He put his own life at, at danger simply because he wanted to save a life, right? And I love it when people do that. I love it when human beings... Minus all the craziness we got going on in the world today. This human being decides, okay, this house is on fire. These kids are in there. We don't want them to die. So we're going to go in and we're going to save them. It's like an Avenger. He's like an Avenger. If he could be in an Avengers movie, he could be an Avenger. Because he saved five kids. Not one, not two, not three, not four. Five kids. So I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate service on that, of course. Moving on to the story here. Bostick told police that he was driving by the home when he saw it was on a fly. Um, he was on fire, according to the NBC affiliate WTHR in Indianapolis. He pulled over and ran inside, where he found four children, ranging from one to, ranges age from one to eighteen. Bostick told the police he helped them escape, only to discover they may have been a sixth child still in there, prompting him to go back into the home. He said he heard a, cry, a, child, a child crying and found a girl downstairs. He brought her to the second floor where he broke a window and jumped out. <sighs> this man's Avenger. He is a superhero. Uh, of course, managing to free the woman's leg after it got stuck in some blinds and the station report. Of course, Nistic Bostick, uh, Bostick's heroic action saved lives. His selflessness, like I said, this is very selflessness, right? Because he didn't have to do this, guys. But he did. Um, during the incident, is expiring, and he was impressed. Uh, many of his courage, tendency, and steady, fast calmness in the face of serious danger. Guys, let me tell you. It's just one of those things that, you know, this man, this 25-year-old, and he's not young, not so younger than me. I'm 26, 25. This 25-year-old went out there and faced the face of danger. And I really wish we had more people like him in today's society because we got all kinds of craziness right now. We've got craziness. We've got ignorance. We've got bigotry. we got racism. we got homelessness. We got hungryness. We've got people who are savage. We got scalpers. We've got people who don't care if your stuff increases and your bill increases. You can't afford to pay. We got people that don't care. We've got politicians that don't care, right? But this man cared. This man cared because five kids. I probably couldn't do it. Not to say that I'm selfish. I just probably don't have the strength to, to do it. But this man did. And that's what's important. This man gave us importance of how to be good, civilized human beings and being a hero. So I hope he gets a medal. I hope he gets some money, right? And that maybe he didn't do it for money, right? He's not looking for the attention. But if I was the chief police, I'd say, okay, here's some money. Or here's a medal. Here's, here's the key to the city because of your heroic deed.
Just saying. But I know Nicholas Busick, I know, and I'm a firm believer in this, guys. You know, if you get good energy out, you get good energy in. So if you do, you, I, sometimes I do. When you do stuff, you're not looking for a reward. You're just looking for a good heart. But then let me tell you, God blesses you with good stuff when you do good things. Trust me, I've had that great experience where I nonchalant did something good and I, I wasn't looking for a reward. I'm not looking, I just, I want to help you. And then turn around, I get something good out of it. Unexpectedly, too. Yeah, he does. He really does, guys. So that's going to wrap it up here. KLP in the morning, the talk show. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's show. It's been a pleasure to come here. This is the demo version of the show. The lights, the camera, the action. Uh, I really do enjoy the scene, guys. I am going to still work out the scheduling, right? I know a lot of people did tweet and did ask, okay, are you doing this every weekend, every uh, Sunday morning? Are you doing a show? Um, that's not the case. When it comes August, that won't be the case. Uh, I am going to work out the schedule, right? Because I'll be here to do the studio. And I'm probably going to do here to come to study. If you guys didn't know, I am a graduate student now. So the pressure is on for my master's degree. So I probably will come here to do my studies. Um, I don't go to Emory University for my graduates, no. But I can come here, use some of their resources to study, and maybe I can kind of turn it into a production day as well. I just got to see how that goes, guys. But let me know what you guys think about today's topics. Did you enjoy All-American Homecoming? Are you getting straight the video game? Or what do you think about Nicholas Busick's heroic deed that he did in Indianapolis? So that's going to wrap it up here on the show here today. Stay tuned, of course, guys. Monday, Monday we're going to be coming back for KLP Aftermath, the podcast show. Don't miss it because we got a whole bunch of good topics to talk about on that show. So you guys do not want to miss it. Until then, we'll see you guys on the next episode of KLP in the Morning, the talk show. Live from the Robert Woodruff Library, the SPS, and also my official custom stage here saying uh, stay safe and stay swanky.